millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by a man called Grimsby who supports Grimsby. Over from Norway. Yeah, he's Norwegian. Who knew about uh, this 100 and... Well, we're going to find out. You're going to find out how many people in Norway are called Grimsby. I know, he, he yeah. told you, didn't he, you take nothing you, else you away got from it, the next You got it wrong and, and then he, yeah, well, he told you right. again. yeah. yeah. Um, also, we spoke to a guy called Rob Lewis, who is an England rugby fan uh, who did something a bit odd when drink was taken. He'll be <laughs> explaining uh, more about that. We spoke to him live at the airport, which may give you a bit of a clue. And also... Mike Bubbins, we Mike had on. Bubbins. Looking we forward back. to the third and fourth place playoff on Friday. Yeah, well, he kind of was. A <laughs> uh, Welsh uh, comedian, funny man, who we met up in Cardiff uh, a few weeks back. So that and uh, the listeners got involved today with various things, much, uh, so. TV formats for an old talky key. Something that I said would never work. It never flies. It flew. It flew, Paul. And here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlize. I believe you're known in certain clubs in the West End. Only on a Thursday. (laughs) It's my drag name. Yes, of course it is. That's what I was hinting at. Oh, right. Yeah. That was the the joke, was it? It kind of was, really. It's quite on the nose that you said that. Just went with it. Douche. Bang. Yeah. Very With that good. beard, I mean, you'd never carry it off, really, the, 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 the Thursday night show you do. Not much you, of a beard at the moment. It's so I nice. am what I am. <laughs> you'd be great. You'd be brilliant. I'm entertaining Charlie. the people, Paul. I think you'd be great at that. You could, you'd have to shave, obviously, first. Or maybe, yeah, you'd, I don't know. Go the old Kenny, Kenny Everett way. You know, he used to do he drag, did, yeah, but yeah. with the full where beard, did, didn't where he? Where did this come from? Uh, so, a um, couple of things we're going to set the listeners to work on. We're going to be talking about all the big uh, stories of the day, the Unai Emery dilemma, Gareth Bale, the Rugby World Cup. But we want to set you to work. And actually, some of you have already gone to work. Gone because already, yeah. Um, Can I just say, I didn't come up, this was not my no, idea. No, this wasn't his idea. But what happens is, because the producer is a talkie fan and yeah. Charlie's a talkie fan, uh, every ad break is like talkie club call. <laughs> they basically, they come in, they do about five minutes on talkie, and I'm saying, is the next guest ready yet? And the producer saying, Never mind all that. So I said to Gary, and Gary said to me, so nothing gets done, that's it. So that all happens. But you mentioned Michael Polk, and I said, Michael Polk, blimey, get some TV formats for him. He said, oh, yeah, he had three spells at your place, didn't he? He was an excellent goalkeeper for us. He was at Saints, he was at Pompey. I don't think he, yeah. Really good goalkeeper for us. So good, we couldn't keep hold of him. Well, look, um, I I think he's doing his badges at the moment. So, But while he's doing that, he might want some TV work. Exactly. Uh, Billy Tweddle says, what about a poke in the eye? The talkie (laughs) key. Keeper, ex-talkie keeper, oh, trains yeah. the journalist and attempts to get a byline in the newspaper formerly known as The Independent. Oh, it's wow, still an a, online entity, lovely Billy. idea, yeah. Um, a poke the bear special. Your man sees how many times he can poke bear grills until he cracks <laughs> and punches him in the face. I like that. Says like Stu the, Brummer. Like We'd watch it, wouldn't that. we? Yeah, very good. Uh, DIY you, fireplaces with Poke and Stokes. Poke and Stokes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Poke and cricket sensation Ben Stokes. That would be good because that would get it... Commission. Yeah, quite starry, yeah. You get it made then. Travel the country visiting homes that have built natural fireplaces and run the recce over them. I mean, just two blokes looking at fireplaces, that is. One, One is a very famous cricketer and one... A former Talkie United goalkeeper. Yeah. I'm not sure how we're selling that. And Robbie's spot on there because, as you quite rightly said, Charlie, you can go into a commissioning editor of a TV channel and say, I've got an idea, repeatedly bang your head against the wall until it bleeds. <laughs> and they'll say, well, why will we commission that? And you say, yeah. well, it is Scarlet Moffat's repeatedly bang your head against the yeah. wall until it... Yeah, OK, well, give you six. We'll start with six and see how it goes, Gemma Collins interested yeah, in Yeah, doing... Gemma Collins interested in uh, drawing her own blood by repeatedly banging her head against the wall. <laughs> Alexander uh, I, Armstrong I, I, wants I, to bang his head against six the wall. Six half hours on ITV4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so that's the, way, that's the way telly works. <clears throat> Not that we're bitter. <laughs> Those of us who worked in development. So... <laughs> it's been a strange start to the show. It hasn't been a bit weird, yeah. 
just getting stuff off our chest. <laughs> Other things, I've got, a qu- I've got a quiz question for you. It's oh, actually not strictly mine. Ali Ross uh, reprinted it today in his excellent column uh, in The Sun. And it was on The Chase last week. Lovely. The question is, Bradley asked the question uh, to, to somebody called Orchid. Oh, right, um, were they from Totnes? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what championship team were originally called the Wednesday Football Club? Now, okay. on the face of it, okay. doesn't sound. It's, if it's not a trick question, it's um, so. What do you think it is? I'm going to say Sheffield Wednesday. Well, I think there's a pretty good chance you're right. <laughs> but Orchid said. Tottenham Spurs. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? what a, Tottenham Spurs sounds like on a computer game when they haven't got the rights yeah, that's right. to it's, the it's, name of the club. Yeah, that's right. What a player he was for Tottenham Spurs. <laughs> and not Tottenham Hotspur, it's slightly different. Really. Alan Clive has <laughs> signed for Tottenham Spurs. <laughs> that would be good. So, um, we wondered if we could get maybe some of the great sporting quiz questions that maybe you've given or you've been in a pub quiz. What a lovely idea. Not so much the telly ones, but if you've been in a situation, I mean, the greatest ever on Talk Sport was uh, Milton, um, and we've, we've had him on since. He's a very sensible yeah. bloke. I think he was on a quiz on breakfast, and he was just thrown by the line of questioning. Milton Jones, and uh, you know why it wasn't no. Milton Jones? It's a bloke called just a bloke called Milton. Oh, we right. never found it. He's just pa- known not, as Milton, not, not Paradise Lost. No, no, Milton. no not that one. <laughs> no, they, they, not a big Talk Sport listener. I don't think. Um, so uh, yeah, Milton was on, and the yeah. question from which club? Uh, did Chelsea sign Mario Melchior? Uh, oh, and uh, he, the answer he gave was Denmark. Oh, yeah. well, lovely, well, lovely. <laughs> Which is a bit of a curve. <laughs> great, I like that. But it could even be the great talk sport quiz answers. But anyway, um, let us know this afternoon. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 281089 or tweet to TSH&J. Uh, we are also looking for some more TV formats for uh, Michael Polk, the former uh, talkie keeper um, and you Charlie were telling me something earlier on um, what was I telling uh, you drink uh, you, no we're going to come back to that one oh, Su- right. support your local club yes you, you went to a pub uh, in I was Newton in a Abba. pub in Newton Abbott you're a, you're a talkie fan Newton Abbott yeah. is how many miles from Torquay oh, four and a half miles four and a half miles Torquay you know so, yeah, so I went you're to in a Newton pub Abbott. in Newton Abbott I was in the side of bar in Newton yeah. so I'm like oh yeah I've heard you on the radio talking about Torquay United thought you were a Newton boy why aren't you supporting Newton Spurs? <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, they're a lovely little club, but I mean, I think I'm done pretty well supporting my local club, one that's four and a half miles up the road. <laughs> and is, is am I wrong, Paul? So Was he had, I wrong he had to a, be... He had know, a go at you for not supporting the absolute local the absolute team in Newton Abbott. Newton Abbott team, you know, which I don't know if that's wrong or right. You know, they're a lovely team, Newton Spurs, but... Uh, I think I'm all right supporting Talkie United. You lo- surely your closest league club or non... How low do you go, Paul? I suppose that's the question. Well, when, what about Newton Abbott AFC? Yeah, they play Are at they Coach not Road. there anymore? Are they still Co- there? Well, they're at Coach Road. They're like, that's where the Devon headquarters of the FA are. They reached the second round of the FA Vars, if you Newton, want it glory. Newton 66, are they there? Newton no, I've not seen that no, one. I'm just looking there. at football clubs in Newton Abbott, and they're the first one that comes oh. up. Just how low do you go? How low do you go, Paul? So, if how local a club do you support? I mean, it, it might be great if you just have to cross the road and you're in the stadium. Tell us the same. And also, the bloke was saying, it, it can be your only club. Like, he wasn't letting me have <laughs> Newton <laughs> Spurs and Talkie United. A league, you have to like, support there. Only support the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from talk sport now we spoke to Simon Calder travel guru yesterday and uh, tried to uh, plot a course for if you did consider going to the rugby world cup at the last minute well a number of people did um including Rob Lewis he went did he he's going well he? he's going yeah um he uh, I think he admits drink was taken yeah and uh, in the moment, he we've put, all done it, Paul. He pressed, he pressed buy on the old flights. All right, yeah. But then the harsh reality of not having any tickets and indeed being on crutches <laughs> um, hit home. Uh, he's here to tell us more. Hi, Rob. Hello. How you doing, lads? I think is that a fairly decent summing up of, of what went on? Do you think? In had you just had a cup of tea as opposed to a few pints watching the semi final, you you may not have done this or or not. No, it was, it was definitely a few jars, and it was uh, <laughs> 11 a.m. in jubilant mood. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, flights are pretty easy to fly these days, and the, the, the finger press the button pretty swift. So have regret, you, instant ha- regret. How are the how's the ticket search going? Uh, I've had a bit of a nightmare. I I uh, I got approached by someone on Twitter mm. who seemed lovely. Um, so I was gonna I send them over some money, face value tickets, which All is right. great. Cat, oh. cat me, yeah. lovely. So I, I sent them over a grand, All right, which yeah. with, with along with my faith in humanity, and they've uh, they said they were getting delivered overnight. They're meant to come to me by 10 a.m. this morning. 
uh, before my flight this afternoon. Uh, they've not arrived. Uh, so I'm, I'm in an Uber to Terminal 4 now. Right. Uh, without tickets that I've spent money on. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm still I'm still going. Buyer beware. Was this, person, was this person on the level, or, or do you now think you've been scammed, or, or, or what? Do you think I, the tickets could I turn still, up late? I still believe. I reckon they'll turn up, and then <sighs> somehow they just need to come and find me in Japan somewhere. Can they? Have you looked into whether they can sort of FedEx them over or whatever in time, get them to you? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. do, you have, do you have any history of this, Rob? Do you have an online buying history? Have you bought anything else a little bit drunk before? Uh, got, yeah, just last month. Oh, right. I, I was... Drunk and booked a flight to LA <laughs> uh, through Terminal Five. Right, Rob, I'm, 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 I'm losing sympathy, Rob, as we as we go along. I mean, I've I'm bought... not asking for sympathy. Oh, right, okay. This isn't this isn't, this isn't a sympathy plea, and I'm okay. not uh, I'm not a charity case by any by any stretch of imagination. Okay, it's just, it is just a little bit daft. I know, but like, I, I, I want to go see this game. What yeah. made you book the flights to LA? Was there, was there something you wanted to go and see? Was there a kind of catalyst for that, like something a, a sporting oh, event? My, fr- or? Uh, my friends were already going. Oh, okay. I wasn't meant to, um, I wasn't meant to go, but uh, I just joined in last minute. And did you? Have you Fair been? Enough. You did you go on that trip? Yeah, I went. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, look. Um, why are you on crutches? Is it, is this a kind of recent oh, thing? I had, I had a knee up like a week and a half ago <laughs> uh, for a long-standing knee injury. Oh, so, yeah, you, you needed crutches, that. I'm, you didn't just book that drunk. <laughs> I, I booked it while I was on crunches. I, I, I very much knew. Ring Booper drunk. It would be great, yeah. Ring, ring Booper drunk <laughs> and say, I've had a few. Can I, I want part of my knee removed. What have you got available? Can I, can I just say, can no one tell my uh, travel insurance about my leg, please? Okay. No, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll You're keep on that. national radio. We'll yeah, okay, listeners just to like, keep it down. Keep it if down. If they yeah. find out <laughs> and I hurt myself. So what, what's the plan, Rob? Get to Yokohama and look for go on the black market, or um, no? I need to find accommodation first. So okay, I yeah. That yet. Okay, but I'm sure it can't be that hard. Nah, it'd be easy during the Rugby World Cup final. I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought there won't be many yeah. over there. People trying no, to do the same thing. We're hoping this kind of thing is giving you a bit of notoriety. Maybe there's someone out there who might have a, a spare. Yeah. Are you going on your own, or are you, are you going with anybody else? Yeah, I'm going solo. Yeah. So you're on your own, on crutches. Uh, a week and a half ago, you've had a knee operation. Um, yep. So, you, you know, you're, you're, you're a bit vulnerable. But it's a lovely country, Japan. I don't yeah. you have any problems. But, um, but yeah, you've put, yourself, you've put yourself through it a bit, haven't you? I mean, it would be a, let's hope you can get in there. I mean, if not, yeah, I'm sure you'll fine. enjoy the experience. It's a story, isn't it? It's a story to tell the grandkids. It is, yeah, yeah. As if I ever have any. <laughs> <laughs> Could probably buy a couple online these days. So uh, maybe... <laughs> don't get drunk and buy a couple of grandkids, will you? Whatever you do, it's just so easy. Done. I don't, I don't rule anything out. Um, Simon Calder, the travel expert, did tell us yesterday that accommodation oh, yeah. is not hard to come that by. That isn't the problem in is Japan, it? and even if if it is in Yokohama, it won't be in Tokyo, which is not that far or that twenty miles. So yeah, and, it looks and, pretty close. So and you shouldn't have any uh, trouble. The world have been in touch, and they've. They're going to put me into one of their hostels, which is very nice of them. Oh, who's oh. that? Who's done that? They give them a credit. Hostel World. Hostel World. Hostel that's world. that's good old Hostel World. That's hostel good. World. That's nice of them. Is it well done to them? It's Come on, nice kids. Thing. We're going to Hostel World. We need the boys from Ticket World. <laughs> we need the boys. We need. It's not Hostile World, is it? <laughs> we need the boys. I don't know, from, not the same as Disney World, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's hostel World. Yeah, can of, we go Disney World now? We go Hostel, hostel World. Hostel world. world. There's a couple um, of people dressed up as drunk Australians in the yeah. corner. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Slightly menacing bloke. <laughs> Slightly menacing bloke. You don't want to talk to the um, uh, yeah Ticket. World. We need them to step yeah, up yeah, now, well. don't we? The boys from yeah. Ticket World. Um, and we so, need Air France to upgrade me because I'm six foot four and my leg doesn't bend very well. Yeah, come on, Air economy. France. Let's hope someone's well, listening from the press office. Who knew Air France flew to Yoga Harmas? I mean, to Japan. all the signs are the French, uh, they're going to get right behind you. They're going to a Rugby <laughs> World Cup, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Of course. They're going to want to help the well, England I don't fans. Do out. Why they wouldn't. Yeah. I really <laughs> <laughs> so, look, you'll, you'll get there when? What time do you arrive in, in uh, Tokyo? I'll be Okay, and uh, have you got, got a stop over in Paris? And have you got anything planned? It's, I suppose it's difficult sightseeing. You can't go up Mount Fuji, can you? Or anything? It's on your crutches. Uh, no, I'm going to work everything out when I get there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just easier that way. I don't want the stress now. I'll have it then. Well, no. look, fi- I mean, obviously, you'll find out where the the England supporter pubs are in in Tokyo, or Yokohama, and you'll. I'm sure you'll make friends. You'll tell your story. You'll become. I imagine you'll become oh, a bit yeah. of a mascot for some of the, the guys and girls who've been out there for a few weeks. That might be a way in. Do England need a mascot? Well, if anyone needs to make up numbers in their friend group, then yeah, just yeah. give me a shout. Okay, brilliant. Well, look, Rob, are you on? Uh, they, can they find you on social media? 
you can, yeah. Okay, well, let's say, look, let's let you've, here you are on national radio. Where can people find you on social media if you if you prepare to give that? It's, it's up to you. Yeah, right? that's all right. I've got a Twitter handle. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. Is Rob Lewis. Yeah. Which is all one word, but the S is a five. Okay. Someone okay. had already taken that before me, so okay. I thought I'd be a bit clever with that. I mean, I think... I've just started. I've just started an Instagram account. Okay. Because my normal ones for my photos, it's called Elite Bandwagon. Okay, Ben. Is what I call this adventure. I do, okay. I do think, Rob, with your, with your track record that you've just told us about, people might start saying, I've got two tickets, mate. Send me a grand and I'll, <laughs> I'll send them to you in well, Japan. Oh, mate, keep it down. <laughs> I, I don't want to be hustled more than once. Let's hope that this person was on the level and they can get them out there to you and you do get your ticket somehow. Uh, if not, uh, Rob Lewis with the S as a five on social media. Uh, on Twitter <laughs> get in touch if you can help him out if you can make the trip a better one if you know people are out there already and they they need a new friend on crutches yeah. anyone fancy a beer like on Wednesday yeah. night brilliant yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm I'm sure you'll have a great time Rob uh, it might be good to talk to you on Monday if you don't mind or no when you're back when are you going to be getting back to... uh, I'll get back Wednesday Wednesday week. okay well let's let's maybe have a chat with you next Wednesday or Thursday and see how it went if that's alright I'm up for that Okay, and if we get offered any tickets, um, we'll pass. Well, we'll sell them to Cut, you. No, we won't. Grand. We, yeah, we're looking. <laughs> yeah, just, no. can you, I'll I'll just get. Anymore, by the way. I'll give you my up. PayPal details, Rob, and you yeah, can. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's right. So, uh, good luck, Rob. Uh, we hope you hope it works out. Thanks very much. Sweet, cheers. Yeah, there we are. Rob Lewis but there. He's did, on his didn't way to... Didn't sound too bothered, did he, Paul? He, he seems pretty relaxed. Sounded like he had it to burn to me. You, do, you always have people like that, though. Yeah. You know, Imagine, like, me or you. We'd be in bits at oh, this yeah. stage, wouldn't we? I mean, here he is on crutches. <laughs> yeah. going to a, he's got nowhere to stay. He's, he's been turned over for tickets. He's Surprisingly he's, single, Paul. Can you believe it? Well, he might not be. I don't know. He's <laughs> incredibly relaxed about it. He's, Rob's the sort of bloke that will get there and, and sort of marry a Japanese girl and never come back. <laughs> like those Scotland fans who went to Argentina. <laughs> so anyway, I think Rob is a, a kind of case there of what happens when drink is taken. And we've mm. told you before about one of our, uh, our um, what, a channel head, really, kind of our executive top team here that would um, often get a knock on the door and say, Mr. Morris, here we are. And he'd be handed a parcel and he'd say, well, what's this? And he'd open it. And it was a kind of, it was a sort of type-in tin opener combo. Oh, yeah. And he didn't, and he had no recollection of buying <laughs> this stuff because he'd come in, he'd, he'd come in and he'd watch kind of um, sales TV at three in the morning. Oh, lovely, yeah. And he'd just order stuff. The ab cruncher. Yeah, and he had no, yeah, his, his abs are amazing. The <laughs> rest of him's fallen apart, but tremendous abs. So uh, when drink was taken, some of the, can you match Rob for Darth stuff? Uh, that you have done when drink was... T- within reason, obviously. I had, um, two, we don't condone it. I had two Willie Nelson T-shirts turn up the other day that I had to... that I got knocked on the door. You need to pay the customs on these. Two... Two... <laughs> two Willie Nelson. I mean, I like Willie Nelson, but... Why did you buy two? I don't know why I bought His one, I don't know why I bought one. But I, I, they turned up, and they were like, oh, you got to pay the customs on these. These, yeah. are from, these are from America. So these Willie Nelson T-shirts ended up costing me 70 quid. Is he always on your mind? <laughs> is that what it is? I've got a very good Willie Nelson joke. I can't tell on air, Paul. Really? I'll tell you in a break. Okay. I've got a boxcar Willie gag, but oh, that's, that's, no, you can't tell that either. <laughs> can't tell any of these. No, I think it involves ointment or something. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's uh, Paul Hawksby, Charlie Baker here. When drink was taken, we'll add that to the mix today. Cause you've, we've got to get through some of these. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And Rambling Daz, this came up in the meeting, so you're spot on. Michael Polk, this is the former talkie keeper. We need TV formats for him oh, yeah. he does his badges. Michael Pope joins up with Eamon Holmes to search for imaginary cartoon characters on their mobile phones in the show Pokemon. Very nice. Very good. Well Very done, nice. Rambling Daz. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Paul Hawksman, uh, Paul Hawksman, Charlie Baker with this round two four. Uh, Charlie's in for Andy, returns uh, tomorrow. And uh, uh, th- did this you go to his gallery last night? Paul, I did. On the I way popped, home, I popped along to his exhibition. Yeah, how was so, it? Yeah, looking very good. Yeah, good. Brings out a bit of interest. We'll tell you all about it tomorrow. Oh, of course He's, he will. Yeah, don't, have, don't all, blow that for him. All sorts of uh, stories. Um, hey, brass band news, uh, Paul. Oh, I know you were <laughs> just after we, the news. It's a shame we haven't got a jingle for that. <laughs> yeah, it feels like yeah. it deserves one. We've not got a breaking br- brass band, controversial brass band transfer news. Laura Conway from Bradford. She's joined the Black Dyke Brass Band oh, as yeah, they played, played their first concert in Osaka, Japan. I don't know if it's anything to do with the Rugby World Cup. I don't, I don't know. She left behind her boyfriend, Michael Kavanagh, who plays for the rival Brighouse and Rastrick oh, Brass Band. And Rastrick, yeah, it's like yeah. West Side Story up there, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but with brass bands. With brass There's bands. There's been a film like that. Rangers br- Celtic, but with brass bands. That would make a film if brass stuff had never happened, but it has. So it's it, happened, so. It probably won't. It'd be quite a ways, tough sell, wouldn't he it? He plays the horn. And she's there on the cornet there. And oh, just, okay. There we are, Paul. Do you play just, a musical instrument, I can Charlie? play mm-hmm. some very badly, yes. Do you play... Uh, Trum- bit of trumpet? Bit, bit of tuba trumpet. at school? Tuba? Yep, yeah, ukulele. I'm good at the ukulele. That's the one wow. thing I can play. We've got and, a bit uh, of a brass section here. Um, Toby there, who brought us a new place, oh, yeah. plays the French horn. Does he? Ha- yeah. Hand in the end? What? <laughs> Well, I'd, 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 rather, say. I'd rather not say. What's this? The news headlines? Yeah. No, I, he does. He plays. Does he? Yeah. So I mean, you two, you'd be fantastic. You two wouldn't be very good. On no, the brass no, you band, would it? You, what are going to do? You, Streets have no name, and no, we're going brass, to the brass band <laughs> stylings of you. <laughs> that would be good. Yes. I can't live. I will <laughs> fall off. <laughs> that would work, wouldn't it? Where yeah. the streets have no name. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, talking of music, uh, you've got to feel for this fellow, <laughs> Stephen Morris, 51. Um, he, he's he got a, well, he did have a 310-year-old violin. Oh, It's yeah. worth a quarter of a million quid. Okay, he's looked after it, is he? And uh, they said on the news uh, last night, on the local news, they said um, he got off a train with his bike after a very long day, okay, they said. Okay, yeah, a bit and tired, re- was he? Well, and realised <laughs> he'd left it on there. Oh, gosh. He left a 200 150 grand uh, violin this made in 1709. Is it I, me? I don't know if it was on the 1709 <laughs> that he left it. Does this happen two or three times a year, this story? Yeah. When people leave the most kind of, ex- the world's most expensive violin yeah. on the train. Was it insured by any chance? I don't know. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no he I'm wants not. it back. He's a broken man. He's I did bro- feel for him. He, he's he borrowed the wife's violin. He, he's a pro, he's, you know, he plays at the the, the, the top table. And he you, borrowed you, his wife's violin. You don't think he's on the fiddle then? No, I no. don't. <laughs> I think he's on the level. He's not on the fiddle at all, old oh, Stephen. Oh, okay. So he, he's a broken man. He wants it back, but it's another thing to forget, isn't it? You might you might get off the train sometimes. And think, oh, I left me I left me lunch there, or the copy of the uh, Evening Standard. You don't often think I've left uh, well, three hundred and ten uh, quids worth of violin. Uh, well, well, they. They travel around the world as well. A lot of these musicians, and yeah. if you play something big, they they don't want to put them in the in no, that's right. Hold in the hold luggage. So Julian Lloyd Webber bigger, used to get a seat for you have his to book a seat, yeah, a seat for his cello, wouldn't book he? A seat. I mean, the brass players, they don't care less. It's, it's two bags of uh, two bags of nibbles, though, isn't it? When the drinks come round, <laughs> oh, yeah, lovely. Two G and T's, two meals. Uh, hang on a minute, and one for the cello. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> 
That's it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Glass um, of Prosecco for me and a gin and tonic for old Stratus Various here. <laughs> that's it. Now, oh, that's, that's, the old, that's the old Tommy Cooper joke, isn't it? I was in, I was in a loft and I found a Van Gogh and a Stradivarius. Unfortunately, Stradivarius did terrible paintings. <laughs> <laughs> With you on that one. Let's salute Dominic Dale today. Why not? Um, not a character from the Archers, no, but no. A, a snooker player. And uh, he finally beat Ronnie O'Sullivan uh, after 27 years. I mean, they weren't playing continuously. <laughs> no. But he's played Ronnie on and off. They've known each other since, you know, for years and years. And they've yeah. played each other for years. What, in, do- in a proper tournament in, or yeah, at home yeah, practice? No, in a, no, a oh, World okay. Open in oh, China. Oh, right, okay. And this is the first time he's ever beaten Ronnie. And oh, uh, fair play to lovely. Ronnie. They said to him, how did that happen? And he said, well, Dominic was just better than me on the day. You know, oh. I didn't play very well and he did. But what a feeling well that done, must be, Dominic. you know. All those years not being able to meet, uh, I mean, beat Ronnie. There's, there's been times when sort of players have come up against him and, and have got a result, but he'd never managed it. 27 it. years. 27 years. And I've, ne- and I've never heard of Dominic Dale. I'm sure if you're a big, I'm sure <laughs> well, if you're a big snooker fan, then he's like big in your life. But That must make him you feel know, even 27 years a pro at something, and yeah. you know, he's not in the public consciousness. But well done, Dominic. Fantastic. Um, great quiz answers. Um, oh, yeah, Christian Pimlico uh, says, My line manager at work came out with this one at a Christmas quiz. In which country are the pyramids? His answer was the Faroe Islands. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake, Chris. Is that is that... Is that True, really. Oh, well, well, Having missed me. the first round of a sports quiz, uh, one of uh, the people in the room answered, which world heavyweight has just bought a caravan on the Isle of Sheppey? <laughs> Mike Tyson, she wrote. <laughs> hey, there's a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, there's your a, sitcom pilot. What a, what a lovely sitcom Mike that Tyson is. moves to Sheppey. Yeah. And uh, what do the locals make of it? What do the locals yeah. make of it? Yeah, some TV just... formats for Michael Pope, the ex-talkie. If the caravan's... Yeah, don't, yeah, don't, no, don't do that one. Got some um, more of those. Bloke soak poking coke. (laughs) An anti-obesity programme where Michael Polk stops youth drinking fizzy drinks by offering to have them thrown over him. Yeah. H in Watford. H in Watford. These are TV formats (laughs) for the former uh, talkie keeper, if you're just joining us, Michael Polk. Charlie just didn't come out with that phrase apropos or nothing. This is weird. Uh, Jerry says, uh, pokey cokey. Each week, Michael dips different parts of his body, e.g. left leg, in and out of a bucket full of cola drink. But for what end? How how are we going to sell that to a (laughs) TV company? It's not a pun, is it? It's not a pun. You can't can't get it going. Here, Paul. Yes, Andy. uh, Sorry, not Andy. The the average drinker, how much do you think they spend on pints of beer in a lifetime? The average drinker. The average drinker. Your average bear. Um, As opposed to... In a lifetime. How much do they spend? Yeah, how much do you think they spend? This is going to... I mean, this is literally going to be a sobering thought, isn't it? On pints of beer in in your lifetime. It's actually less than I would have thought, to be honest. Okay, let me have a guess then. Can I have three guesses? Because it's quite difficult. In a lifetime, £200,000... The average drinker spends thirty-eight. Oh, forget 000, about the other two guesses. Thirty-eight thousand eight hundred nineteen pounds. I was thinking of Alan Brazil. <laughs> that's not your average and drinker, a, and that's a month. <laughs> that's Ray, your pro, Ray Parler. That's your Premier League drinker. Ray there. Parler on a Monday but night. If you come to London, it, it doubles at eighty-two thousand pound. That's your London prices, isn't, isn't it, it, Charlie? As you know, ten pound a pint. Yeah, what are you paying for scrumping down your way? Oh, two, two me pound still? a pint for the old money for a, for a glass of Rattler. <laughs> So, um... Diesel. Diesel. 280 a pint. Diesel? Yeah. Is that what they call diesel, it? Diesel, yeah. Some, it's not real diesel. diesel, is it? You know you're no, not supposed to drink that. Cider bar, you know, but oh, diesel. Okay. Fair enough. Great. Suicider as well, they do as well. But you know, I don't know if I know how to talk about that or not, so probably move on. So anyway, um, yeah, you can keep those coming. Some of those great quiz answers uh, you've encountered over the years in sports quizzes. Uh, more TV formats for Michael Polk. You can keep those coming. We probably have exhausted them, but I don't I think know. We, I, you know what? When, we, when you brought that up, because I didn't bring that up, when you brought that up in the meeting before the show. You thought we didn't have oh, this, is, this isn't going to work. No one's going to be interested in that. And it's been non-stop well, all afternoon. So what do I know? Most people aren't I, interested I in it. I greater knowledge and Kurt Cobain's old um, cardigan that uh, he wore for the MTV Unplugged was sold we were talking about this uh, Andy and I sold for £260,000 was it for a cardigan yeah uh, over four times what they've fined Bulgaria for £260,000 and uh, but again not bought by Cardi B the one thing (laughs) she she just hasn't got it she could have gone for that this was her opportunity to wear a green mohair jumper on stage (laughs) because to be honest she must get quite chilly yeah, because, you know, she don't wear Especially a lot, does she? This time of year. Every time I see Cardi, I immediately think, no. she, and that's exactly what she needs. <laughs> now, now the clock's Get over back. your show. Goose pimples she must have. She wears very little when she's on stage normally, but nice, <laughs> nice Cardi. There we are. When nice it, Cardi, live up to your name. Whenever there was like a rude sort of 
saucy scene on television. Oh, yeah. When I was growing up and you were in the room with your parents and a bit embarrassing. Mm. My dad always used to go, bet she's cold. <laughs> that's it. That's about right. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. We are. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. Great, isn't it? When your auntie tells you out of play. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, you should be playing number eight. Okay, I'll Got any aunties who comes out and says, you shouldn't have started with that gag, you should have started with the other one. <laughs> no, they don't like my act, my aunties. Don't your aunties not, come and not, see you in action? <laughs> one of them does, yeah, one of them does. One Hello, love, uh, what's your name, where are you from? Well, you know where I'm from, I'm your auntie. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing that for? More the aunties that aren't your real aunties. They're, they're, they're the ones that come, me and my Those friends, ones. you know. Is that right? Okay. That's the way it goes on that way, yeah. So, um, good. Hucknall, we're talking about... Um, Hucknall Town. Hucknall Town, the football oh, yeah. club, and you, and you were doing your Mick Hucknall material, and the listeners... <laughs> For some reason, have joined in. I haven't got much Mick Hucknall material, but I mean, you know, it's not your one-man show. <laughs> no, it's not. What I'm uh, doing. Mark in Nottingham says the Hucknall manager was sacked last week because of his style of football. His parting shot was it. Well, if you don't know me by now, you'll never ever know me. And, and that's lovely, of course that's not one of Mick's originals. That's uh, Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes yeah. uh, song and Gamble and Huff and all that. And uh, I watched a very interesting documentary about the the lead singer. Uh, the front man of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Teddy Pendergrass, the legendary yeah. Teddy Pendergrass. A brilliant documentary. I do recommend it. Okay, it's, what's it's, it on? It's, uh, it's uh, I think Netflix, it was Amazon? probably on Sky Arts or Sky something like Arts. that. But it's, you'll find it out there. Put it in there. Teddy Pendergrass. It's, mm. it's a sensation. Very good. If, certainly if you like the music oh, yeah. and his fine voice. Tragic story, of course, but oh, uh, if you don't know are. his story... Um, you'll never, never know it. Watch it. But oh. the reason I bring it up is uh, they became... They were called the Blue Notes, right? Yeah. And um, Harold Melvin was just a, a, one of the blokes in it. And Teddy, of course, was the front man the and, and, and the lead singer. And Harold, a jealous man by, by all accounts, a jealous guy. Johnny Hathaway. So yeah, so he decided one day unilaterally he would court the band Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Never discussed it with anybody. Just, just and then took it. the major share of the royalties as well. Oh. Um, it's a bit like Marco Silva waking up this morning <laughs> and saying. Everton Football Club is there once, but I think what we're calling from now is Marco Silva and the Everton's. <laughs> <laughs> and a bigger slice of the cash comes to him than it does to Firehead Machiri and really? Bill Kenwright. Yeah. Goodness me. What a thing to do, though. Uh, just wake up stolen. one day and Got just say, yeah, we'll call it that and I'll take a bigger cut. And no one, they, no one Add did anything. Add it to the list it. of stolen things in yeah. show business. Anyway, you know? it's got nothing to do with well, It's kind of football. I brought it back to football. Nearly slightly. there. You did in the end, yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, uh, whilst playing Trivial Pursuit many, many years ago, a question in the middle to win was, what man-made structure is visible from space? For some reason, Paul the Spurs fan in Romford answered, the Thames Barrier. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> we need uh, great sporting quiz answers this afternoon off the back of uh, someone on the chase when asked uh, which club used to be called the Wednesday Football Club, answered Tottenham Spurs. Talksport.com, uh, text 1889, tweet TSH and J. Now, when we last, uh, well, we met up with in Cardiff with our next guest, um, we he was anticipating uh, Wales oh, yeah. uh, in action in been, the... Been very bullish, yes, but about the, about the whole of the Welsh rugby well, you situation. Know, they, they were playing very well, but sadly <laughs> it wasn't to be beaten narrowly by a pesky South African. So the England... Wales World Cup final we'd hoped for has not happened but um, still the third place game to come does he care about it? <laughs> of course he does let's find out Mike Bubbins comedian and rugby fan joins us hiya Mike yeah I'm alright thank you thanks for <laughs> yeah, that yeah. thanks for reminding me <laughs> no, I, just, I, I got the first fourth place playoff game cheers yeah, third, third best in the world. That's quite a good. Isn't no, it? Third? not yet, not yet. Oh, this no, is the, be fourth. But does anybody want to be the third best in? It, it, it seems inhumane no. to make them stay for another week. Uh, both sets of players, them and the and the All Blacks, doesn't it? Obviously, the, you know the IRB talk about. Oh, sorry, World Rugby these days talk about player welfare being paramount, and then you actually thrash yourself doing an interview like six days ago, and then you got to play against against you know probably the second best team in the world. Yeah, it seems a bit daft, doesn't it? I yeah. think it's just a money spin, obviously. It, I suppose, it, but I mean, the, the, the players don't want it. You think common sense, they do it in football, doing a lot of sports, and you think the common sense would prevail in the end. You'd say, don't, you know, they, don't, they can't go through that again. These are often absolute dogs, these games, because no one cares. I was looking it up, England played in one in 95 against the French, and it was three all at half time. <laughs> it was such a terrible game, they were all booed off. Well, no, no one wants to get injured for their club, go no. back to their well, clubs, do they? You just ought to be there anyway. I mean, I, my idea was to do the anthems, you know, keep, do it properly, and then 
just have a boat race. Just get the beers out and just, you know, <laughs> win a guest third place. Drop and walk off. That would be a nice little beer match. It's like friendly, just to go to touch rugby so no one gets Mix up hurt. the teams. Yeah, mix, mix up, up the teams. Yeah. Put it, that would be nice. Just get yeah, the two captains. Yeah. To pick, pick the teams on the pitch. Two you. captains. Yeah, I'll have him. Yeah. I'll have, yeah. <laughs> Who'd be last? That would be great, last wouldn't pick. it? I'll have oh. Reedy, over last. him, Reedy. Imagine pick last. Oh. <laughs> you're on team, don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> the being, World Cup. Being picked last in that company is not bad, is it, really? It's a That's disappointing true. match, wasn't it, Mike? I was following you on your so- oh, different socials. Awful, they beat yeah. themselves, didn't they? They beat themselves. They didn't play how they should have, yeah, how you, they normally play, did they, Mike? Did you get sucked into their world? Yeah, they always sort of... I mean, what, what, what they've done well... We've got a couple of close runs this World Cup. It is, is they have a game plan where they sort of stick to that, but it just seemed to go out the window. I, mean, I, I thought maybe it was, it was stress or nerves. I thought half-time, Gatlin would give them a roasting, give them a hairdryer, then it'd be different second half. But second half was the same. I just couldn't believe what it was. Yeah. What have, what have you Very made of this? What have you made of this? They call it a war of words. I mean, it was... I mean, to be honest, I thought Warren Gatlin had a point. If people haven't seen it, he just he was just saying, and we've seen it happen to other countries in the past, you put a big performance in in a semi-final and, yeah. and you don't turn up for the final. I mean, I think, you know, they've probably got the sports psychologists working on that. There's always a danger of it. But, of course, Eddie Jones bit on it and said, oh, yeah, wish uh, Warren yeah, all the best for the third place game, he said, didn't they he? They say he bit on it, but, it's, you know, it's like Paul is with football, you know. You, you can look at it as a journalist and take it out of context, but I think there was a, two blokes who played rugby and coached all their lives, winding each other up, having a bit of banter. There's no harm in that, is there? No, I, think, I, don't, I, I haven't got a problem. Well I, haven't got a, right to do I haven't got a problem with it, uh, really. Um, you, but England have looked good, haven't they, Mike? I know it, uh, and it pains you to say it, but they've looked. They yeah, looked. Really, they did look especially good with the All Blacks. You saw me on Twitter, mate. I mean, I'm, I'm a proud Welshman, but you have to say that. England Are you from Wales, you, Mike? Are you from Wales? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you should. Outside. You should mention um, that just outside. We <laughs> 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 have to say. I mean, credit where it's due. They were. They were. It wasn't just that they. Well, actually, when they won the World Cup years ago, years and years ago, um, that was one <laughs> thing. But I mean, that, you know, drop kicks. It wasn't much to watch. But this England team now, yeah, the, 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 they absolutely smashed New Zealand, I mean, and that that scoring flat in New Zealand. You know, mm. two disallowed tries as well as yeah. that. They were they, they were just head and shoulders better than better than anyone I've seen this World Cup. So we've now got the team that knocked you out against England. Yeah. So. Oh, no. What? How? What? Mike's got a man crush on Faf de Klerk, haven't you? Yeah, he's, I, I loved him in. Man crush on Faf de Klerk. Yeah. Well, I loved him in Dollar. I'm surprised he <laughs> left. Really, he was. I he was. Fa- he was fantastic. Then. Mira, mira, manum, mira, mira, manum. Therese I Bizarre may come off the bench. I could see him in silver hot pants, mate. I would <laughs> <leave> <laughs> <home>. <laughs> it's lovely hair, though, isn't it? It's uh, oh, just, lovely. The old, I mean, in the, the old, old Tennessee days, top hat. Back in the back in the amateur days, you could have pulled that, couldn't you? But you can't. You can't do that anymore, can you? I mean, he's like Jean Pierre Reeves back in the day. Yeah, he was—he he was my favourite sort of skullduggery blonde French flanker. He's like a—he's like a condensed version of Jean Pierre Reeves. Yeah, he's a yeah, wind-up merchant, work. isn't he? He's going to get in the oh, certainly yeah. get in England's faces, and you know they've, they've kept their discipline. But he's—he's he's the sort yeah. of bloke, isn't he? He's like uh, got to stop him. Like the old days, him. like the old days of the wrestling and the old uh, proper wrestling, British wrestling, like the blokes no, like that. Talking. Yeah, but yeah, he wants yeah. to wrestling. Yeah, lovely, <laughs> he would have. Yeah. He would have been great in the wrestling, I think. Oh, Faf. Mike, so, uh, you, you, giant hate stats against Faf de Klerk. <laughs> yeah, I think we all would, wouldn't oh, we? Yeah, it'd be yeah, lovely, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. Would Tyson Fury versus Faf de Klerk. Oh, that could be yeah, the future. Just well, running around under the legs, under the legs. Where's he gone? Let me write that down. Call, call Eddie Hearn at four. I've written. I'll give Eddie call, a call. Call Don King. Great, great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light pencil. I've put through that. So uh, we Mike, your show started. Your new show started this week, isn't it? Tourist Trap. Oh yeah, tourist trap on uh, on BBC Wales. That started yesterday. Um, I think it'll, I think they're on the iPlayer. I think they're going to put all those series on the iPlayer today. So it's kind of kind of a glimpse of, uh, of Welsh life, you know. And who doesn't? So uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's tourist trap. Is it? Is it? A, is it? What, what sort of show is it, Mike? Tell us a bit more about it. It's a sort of fly in the west, like a, a mock doc set in a fictional Welsh tourist board, and I play the head of. Uh, I'm basically on the book that tries to sell Wales to the world. Oh, that sounds yeah. good. Um, are imitating yeah, life. Good. Yeah. It's good, you know. So, I'm getting, I'm, we can get it down here on the iPlayer, yes? No problem. On the iPlayer, oh, it's no, funny. It's, it's very funny. Mike's very Sounds good, good. good. It's very good, isn't it? Sounds good. It's a bit, a bit annoying. He's doing annoyingly well. And uh, you've got... Always have, always have a big moustache, Mike. So do you hate November when it comes round? You're like, oh, people, oh, yeah, growing that from November, are you? I hate, yeah, I hate... I, I usually shave it off in November. Just, just to spike everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, dear. <laughs> Just before, before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. So give us a prediction uh, for the World Cup final, Mike, if you can. What do you think? I think I would be very surprised if England don't beat South Africa comfortably by three scores. Probably. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do. I just think of the tall pack. I think they'll get told you. Because Sam Underhill was an absolute star. I just think they got. There's not. There's not a weak part of their game. Unfortunately, I just hope it gets bad soon. <laughs> and well, we'll be he's, put, out. he's put the kibosh on that and I expect to see him Sunday morning in a big green and gold shirt yeah Cardiff will see a green and gold <laughs> won't you <laughs> yeah drinking some the clerk, hand in hand oh. wearing yeah all the Cardiff in long blonde wigs It'd be fantastic <laughs> yeah. and yeah, green and gold thank you Mike all the best cheers boys cheers comedian there uh, tourist I'm going to watch that and download it oh it's good he's funny it? It? yeah it's very good, good. yeah He's very, very good. It's um, so. Uh, well, there we are. Uh, obviously, the Welsh want us to lose. I, I can completely understand that. Harold, Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes, of yeah. course. Um, who's been on here? He says uh, that uh, Frank Lampard. did I don't that. think they've been on, have they? Frank, no, Frank Lampard did that when he joined Derby County. They became Frank Lam- Lampard's Derby, didn't they? That they, was... they did a little Dave. bit. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, but they, they didn't become Frank Lampard and the Derbies. <laughs> no, so, well, <laughs> that's well, the that, difference. This is always my point with Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Paul, yeah, of course, because Frankie Valley was one of the seasons. So yeah. it should be Frankie Valley in the three seasons. Because <laughs> he right? was one of the four seasons, okay, well, Paul. Don't get annoyed with me, Well, mate. I am annoyed about it. Just I watched... It ruined my enjoyment of Jersey Boys, uh, <laughs> at the musical, which was a fantastic show. Did you stand up halfway through? Well, but he's one of the seasons! <laughs> <laughs> it's Frankie Valley in the three seasons! No one else could see it, could they? No one else could just see sit, it. Just sit down, mate. It's just a collection of songs hung <laughs> together by... A Fairly... Big girls do cry. Yeah, that's it. You don't start questioning the back catalogue of uh, Frankie Valley because you're right. in the madhouse. Then let's Frankie be honest. Valley in the three seasons, not four seasons. Uh, not a quiz question, but work with a lad um, who uh, he said he was doing a crossword once. The clue was flightless bird. Starts with an E, uh, three letters. Uh, without he said he wrote down elk. <laughs> Says Tim. Well, it's not great. Can't is it? fly, can it? We've got one of the bits right. That's true. Talksport.com text eight ten eighty nine tweet TS Agent J. We're still looking for TV formats for um, Michael Polk, the former talkie keeper, uh, talkie not talkie keykeeper, talkie beekeeper, talkie keeper, <laughs> talkie beekeeper, the talkie beekeeper. <laughs> Uh, Michael Pokerist. Michael Poke and Martin O'Neill um, travel to France to review video games and poke a mon. It doesn't really work, does what? it, Neil? We've already M- had one M-O-N, of those. Ma- Martin O'Neill, M-O-N. Do- He's gone for. It takes a lot of working out, doesn't it? doesn't work as well. It's a lot of meat on that bone. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I was not aware that there are a number of people uh, in Norway with the surname... Grimsby. Okay. I suppose I can see the geographical links. It was a yeah. Viking settlement, wasn't it, back yeah. in the day? If you left Grimsby and went to the next place, then it might be that well, it, bit it of might Norway. Be. It might be. Um, but Where are you, what's your name? John. Where are you from? Norway. Right, John Norway. Then. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting story. But there are a number of people called Grimsby in uh, Norway. And maybe unsurprisingly, they support Grimsby Town. And one of them, do. one of them ventured ventured over. Uh, per Oivind uh, Grimsby came over to uh, watch a game at Blundell Park, but there were issues. Oh dear! Uh, and Per joins us now. Good afternoon, Per. Good afternoon. Hello. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we were not aware of the, uh, the number of Grimsbys, the people with the surname Grimsby in Norway. How, how common is it? How many are there? Do you know? Yeah, we are hundred hundred and nineteen. 119? 119 Grimsby. Um, big and small. <laughs> Do you ever get not together? All, not all of them is supporting Grimsby, of course, but <laughs> many of them. Do you yeah. ever meet? Do you ever meet at any point? Do you have a kind of night of 190 Grimsby's in a, in a bar or a restaurant? You all get together? <laughs> no, we are 119. Not 119. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking up uh, the amount of Grimsby. There's 190 John Scunthorpe's. That's right. Yeah, there's more of those. That's Alan Cleethorpe's. Yeah. So I suppose you do. You, do you support a Norwegian side as well, Pam? Yeah, we have. Uh, of course, uh, we don't have a team in uh, in Norway called Grimsby. No, of course not. No, no. A favorite team, of course, is Spann in Norway. But uh, yeah, in, in England, it's uh, Grimsby, and I've supported them since I was a small kid, actually. Yeah, up the mountains. So I was very proud when they were playing in uh, the second division or championship, what is called now, you know. And yeah, they're doing very great in the eighties and the nineties, you know. And uh, but no, anyway, it's fantastic club you know but the hospitality when we're coming there that is fantastic so you and came because a- we, we missed the game you know and uh, 
they, they heard about the story and uh, the day after uh, or yesterday they took us with us. Uh, we, we visited the, the Blundell Park and we visited the club and we, we met the, the players and the trainer and oh, fantastic. Uh, it was fantastic. It's so good hospitality. Fantastic. That's excellent. That was very nice of the club because you yeah. came over and uh, you, first there was no train available to get you from the airport to the the ground so you spent a hundred pounds on a taxi and when you arrived at yeah. the ground uh, the game had been postponed yeah disaster so it was a bad luck you know because uh, we didn't uh, we didn't get any message that the train was cancelled from Doncaster so we no. travelled with taxi from Doncaster to the to the ground and then we come there and there were no people and uh, there was a gate open and uh, we went in there. No players, no audience. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> so that sounds, uh, that so sounds had, pretty close to a had, normal Grimsby Town match. That's very harsh. <laughs> you sitting taking the, yeah. on your high horse, yeah, you Torquay fans, <laughs> lording it over Grimsby. Um, so so but, we, we were actually we were actually kept inside there because when we came came in, the the, the gate was open. But in the meantime, when we were there, we were changing some clothes because it was freezing. So uh, there was a guy who closed uh, the gate. We didn't notice, and uh, we were left inside. So we even think about the climbing over the gate, but uh, <laughs> at, the, at the end we find uh, another gate that was open, so we get out there. And so the club, I've seen some pictures today in the, in the Groomsby newspaper online. There, there you are yeah. at the stadium looking around, sitting in the seats. Uh, you said you'd, <laughs> The manager, the manager calls, uh, managed in, Michael Jolly managed in... Uh, in Scandinavia, yeah. we spoke to him when he was over there coaching. So uh, there are there are links, and you were quite a good player yourself, I understand, Pierre. You you played quite no, good. I will not say that I was uh, okay, but uh, I have a son now who is very good actually. So I ah. hope he will uh, play for Grimsby one time. That would be That'd good. Be good. He's, uh, he's sixteen now, so uh, I will try to get him over to have a training session or something at Grimsby. He, he wants that, so. That would so be I to the trainer, to make sure they're to the open. Coach, and, uh, he was positive to that. <laughs> and you've, so he, you've, he's a Grimsby fan as well? Yeah, of course. Oh, he's good. He's a big fan. Yeah. It's a big dream for him to play in Grimsby. So, uh, because of the name and uh, also him, I've supported the club for a long, long time. Have you looked at the history of why, I mean, say, we talked about geographically why that was the case in the Scandinavian links, but have you looked at the reason why, uh, where the name Grimsby comes from and how it ended up <clears> kind of where you live in Norway? Yeah, so I, I believe it's a Viking name, you know, and uh, it's uh, come from the name Grimm. So uh, there was a big Viking, uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, there was a settlement, wasn't there? There was a, it was a Viking settlement in Grimsby, yeah. yeah. So this is, a, this is a small place uh, called Lister in the southern part of Norway, mm. and there is a lot of uh, evidence for, for a big Viking center there. So uh, I think it was there is a connection, actually. Yeah. At so, least I hope so. Your, your, <laughs> son, it, your, your son's first name, we'll look out for him. What's yeah, his first name? Nikolai. Nikolai. Nikolai Grimsby. Nikolai Grimsby. Nikolai. And so, yeah, I mean, what a great coup. He's playing, that he's, playing, he's playing now for Plekkefjord, fourth division in Norway. And uh, oh, he's fantastic. just 16, so. Wow, that would be great. I think so. For Grimsby to have a player called Grimsby would be oh, fantastic, yeah, wouldn't it? It's perfect, a marketing man's dream. Yeah, we did, of course, have Hartley, Hartley and Paul, of course, for Hartley Paul a couple oh, of seasons That's true, ago, but that's different. So. That's not is the actual name of the club. club. It's not, it's two blokes, isn't it? No, this is one man with the same name as the pretty club. Special. This is fantastic. Uh, Pear, we're very pleased that the club looked after you. Uh, that reflects very well on them. And You're going to try and go again, Pear? I really want to thank the club because they are fantastic. They show so great hospitality and... They have some very good players, and uh, they are they are to the ground. You know, they are not uh, arrogant, and they really want to speak with the with the fans, and that is fine. I think I really like that. The small clubs in England are they are great, actually. I think they are very good with the uh, with all the the, the fans, and uh, they take the time to uh, to speak with the fans, and that's fantastic. Mm, excellent. Are you, are you aware of a comedian called Lloyd Griffith, uh, Perry? He is a big Grimsby Town fan. And, uh, no, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Well, I think I he, should, he should come over and play a, a no, night for you, the Grimsby's. You're not missing much, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> 119 we, of the we, Grimsby's. We're coming <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Night of a thousand Grim. Well, oh, 119 Grimsby's. With Lloyd doing the set, <laughs> doing, doing lots of... Yeah. Like, like, oh. the, like the Nigel thing we had the other yeah, week. Yeah, that would be good. Perry, lovely to talk to you. We'll put that to Lloyd, see if we can make that happen. Thank you very much for joining yeah. us. Yeah.
Thank you, thank you. There we are. Pear or even Grimsby okay. there. He went to Grimsby. Has never heard of Lloyd Griffith. Oh, well, who has? Uh, <laughs> Don't get Lloyd any more work, Paul. Good, so I'm just he's very I, successful as it is. I'm, I'm basically, I'm sending him to Norway to do a <laughs> yeah, gig good, just yeah. for people called Grimsby. <laughs> it's a little TV show for him. <laughs> very nice. It could take it's off. It's a lovely idea. Yeah. Lovely idea, isn't it? So, talking of TV shows, Michael Polk could have teamed up with Gary Coleman on different pokes. <laughs> I'm not sure what that show was, <laughs> no. though. Joe in London, I'm not sure about that Not show. sure about it? Yeah. Not sure about it. Poker Dot. The, the keeper goes into <laughs> Albert Square and interviews June Brown, June Brown about her iconic soap role, I says Gary like Cancello. I quite yeah, like that. Good That's quite ideas. a good one, isn't it? Didn't realise this. It's Joe from Manchester. We mentioned Mario Melchior yesterday, uh, earlier on, should I say, because uh, one of the great quiz answers. We've been asking you for excellent uh, quiz answers in the world oh, yeah. of sport this afternoon, because on the chase last week when asked uh, which team were once called Wednesday Football Club the contestant said Tottenham Spurs <laughs> so you've been telling us about some great quiz answers Mario Melkup uh, was a question once here on Talk Sport with our old mate Milton uh, and the question was, from which club did Chelsea sign Mario Elkett? And Milton said, Denmark. Um, <laughs> and apropos of nothing, Joe said, did you realise that uh, Mario was in a film called Succulent and Savoury oh, in gosh. 2016? I didn't. I looked it up. Me. I didn't know anything about What's succulent. What's it about? It sounds like the two choices on a plane. Uh, succulent. Succulent or savoury, sir? It was, which uh, one do you It fancy? wasn't about football, but it had oh, a few right. footballers in it. It was a kind Just of... While you're looking that up, Neil Wheatley's been on. This oh, is a yeah. lovely answer to this. Board travelling in a car some years ago. My then-girlfriend decided to try and show her love by doing a quiz in Shoot, the football magazine. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question was, which young Welsh wizard playing for Man United... Who could have played? Could have played for England. And after giving her a few goes, she proudly shouted, "Brian Gibbs." That's pretty good. Not Brian Gibbs. <laughs> that's what? Not, close <laughs> enough. The Bee Gees. Which Welsh wizard was in the Bee Gees? Yeah, that's good. Uh, so keep those coming. Some of the great quiz answers you've encountered, whether it's in a pub quiz, sporting, uh, talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet TSH and J. More TV formats for Michael Polk and the things you got up to when drink was taken. We spoke earlier on to a man who was booked flights. He had a few pints when England played in the semi final. It got the better of him. He booked flights to Japan. Problem is, he hasn't got a ticket uh, and he's on crutches because he had a knee operation about 10 days ago. He hadn't really thought it through, but you do those kind of daft things sometimes when drink has been taken. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. Charlie, thanks for your company last couple of days. Thank you, Paul. Lovely time. Andy returns tomorrow. and gets Charlie with Max Rushton on Saturday morning uh, between 9 and 11, exactly the same time that the Rugby World Cup final's on. It's going to be great. Good luck with that. Two men watching a final and trying to present a radio show at the same time. <laughs> and also... Uh, um, Glory Hunters on, Glory on Hunters. Sunday morning, 9.30 to 11 o'clock. 9.30 to 11 o'clock. OK, uh, Andy returns tomorrow. Thanks for downloading us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.